0: Professor Dumbledore has granted me permission to start this little dueling club.
1: And with that, welcome to the dueling club, learning one spell at a time.
0: Hello, and welcome to the dueling club. I'm Al.
1: And I'm Jen.
0: And we here again.
1: We here again, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. That was weird. It was weird. Um, <clears throat> to you too? Yes. So what's up? Nothing, I have a headache. Yeah. Yep. Drink some more water.
0: Give me another water level.
1: Okay then. You could ask me, sir.
0: Please. Please. Oh. Why is it so spicy?
1: <laughs> <laughs> You're so silly. Um. So. It is December. Yes. Has mom. Is mom putting up a tree? Are you putting up a tree? Are you gonna put it up in here?
0: Wow! You literally, when you came inside today,
1: didn't look Even
0: look at the first floor. You came straight up. Yes, I did. Up here, there's already a tree
1: up. Oh yay! (laughs) I'm putting up our tree today. Our tree is actually not a full tree. Mm -hmm. It's like the 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 round one, the one that is um, spirally yes. and just lights, mm-hmm. because the cats are less likely to mess with that.
0: Well, apparently someone on TikTok said, if you bully your your cat with your Christmas tree a little bit, like hold it up and like, poke them a little bit with it, they will leave it alone, because they recognize that it is bigger than them, and it kind of hurts maybe. I was like, maybe don't abuse your animal.
1: That's why I, I we got the tree that we have.
0: <laughs> I was like that's a little weird. It's...
1: There's also the TikTok where if you put um if you do a cardboard round thingy mm-hmm. like a cardboard skirt on the bottom of the bottom layer mm-hmm. of the tree and then put aluminum foil on that mm-hmm. that it repels cats like they don't they, like they aluminum foil. Aluminum yeah. Foil. So they're less likely to jump on it. But I'm like with my cats, less likely would probably mean they would do it anyway. Yeah. So let's just they would do have lights off
0: of something onto the
1: tree. Yeah, let's just do a, a lit tree like the spiral light thing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Last year, no problem. They were intrigued. They looked at it. They walked away.
0: Mm-hmm. What's really cool is there are really expensive lights that you can control with your phone. Yeah. you can do patterns and stuff. I was like, whoa.
1: Well, this one is actually um, battery operated. So we have rechargeable batteries in there. Mm-hmm. And it has nine different settings. Yes. And it's literally just a click of a button on the actual thing. Mm-hmm. And it does like steady lights, twinkle lights, li- it, the lights going do, 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 down the spiral. Yeah. Um Alternating lights, mm. like it's really cute.
0: Well, it's just like a, a strip light that you do around around your tree.
1: Yeah, sort and of. And so you can like okay. pour,
0: so like because it's like like that, it is also two D because you have like your strips of light going like that. Yeah, and you can actually program it to do like a picture or to flash in a certain order or to like do a picture that's flashing on Earth. Like, it's, like,
1: yeah, that's too expensive. I was like.
0: Like, the that's really is, nice. Is, this, is it it's a, the year 3000? Yes. Some Futurama-level stuff right here.
1: That sounds very interesting. hmm And if I made more money, maybe. Maybe. But... Anyway. With the tree that we have right now, it works perfectly.
0: I wasn't saying that you should get it. It was that I thought it was neat.
1: Oh, I think it's neat, too. I'm just saying, like, I would actually look into something. Like, that sounds really nice. Yes. But... You know, we're not made of money.
0: Yes. So?
1: Oh. So, most of our Christmas shopping is done. Nice. We have, like, four people all together. Question. Yes.
0: You would go as two parties to circumvent any disasters, but around December 17th, with the release of the new Spider-Man movie, would you like to all go?
1: we are we've already talked about it yes and we want to go december 17th is a friday yes all of the tickets are sold out for that weekend but of course all of them yes so we were talking about possibly that monday that following monday or tuesday yes. after we're going and we would go to the the movie theater over here no, no, the, the the dining one yes yes the one over here yes as opposed to any of the ones near us, because the ones near us um they seats. yeah, okay. they're not comfortable
0: <clears throat> the ones up here the they're, here are they're
1: hella comfortable nice. they're hella comfortable and i I apologize for the use of hella it's a it's a west coast thing, no, and I, I lived there for ten and a half years, so there's some things that just stick with me no it's i don't there's do Heka. no heca's that's gross
0: gross Hella's good it,
1: it like gives me the heebie-jeebies there's
0: low-key high-key there's like a bunch of other things that yeah. are like more current that are still that i sound cool i like
1: yeah. it just slips out Iconics every once in a while well. yeah it like hella just slips out every once I mean. in a while i can't you're help it
0: you're okay there's no shame in it yes anyway um any news
1: Yes, we have news. We will have at this point, when this episode comes out, picked our winner for our giveaway. Isn't that exciting? Very. We will let them know that they're a winner and we'll get their their house um, and their address to be able to send them a present. Again, sorry for our international listeners. Um, We can't ship anything out. But we can definitely have a Discord call with you and hang out and decide what we want to do for that time. Yes. Yes. So I'm excited to find out after this who it was. I mean, I'm prepared. I have tons of yarn because I'm that person who it was... Thanksgiving and Black Friday and Cyber Monday, and I bought a bunch of yarn on sale because I like yarn. Did I tell you what I'm making for the young people in our lives? No The little kids? What is our nephew really, what animal right now is our nephew really into that he animal. talked about? Yes. Amphibian. He really likes axolotls.
0: Oh. Yes. He's into axolotls a lot. Yes.
1: So, I'm actually crocheting. Guess who else is into axolotls? It's because
0: it's been a recent update in Minecraft. So, you yes. can get a pet axolotl. So, now all the children who know of Minecraft are aware of the update that has axolotls in it. It was months ago. But, for some reason, it's like amazing.
1: Yeah. So, the boyfriend's younger niece... younger niece is also into axolotls, so I am making her one I'm making the older niece one because they like to have similar presents for some reason like they're friends it's cool so I'm gonna make her one and I'm gonna make our nephew one and um, I'm gonna make his nephew either an actual little Loki or like variant Loki Mm mm-hmm you know which variant i'm talking about so that everybody has something yes so i already have one of them almost completely done
0: very nice and i'll send you pictures
1: i'll send you pictures when i'm done cool yeah so that's what's happening i always have stuff to tell you always when you're like what's happening in your life i'm like 17 million different things
0: too many things
1: Yes. Yes, too many things. Oh I have a party I'm going to next weekend.
0: Yes, you do. Very popular now.
1: I I don't know when this happened. I am a an introvert an extroverted introvert, so like I'll hang out with people and then I want to hide in my shell for a very long time. And apparently since September, I have not been able to hide in my shell for very long. So I take lots of naps. Lots of them. You
0: gotta recharge
1: yes you know who else needs to recharge poor Harry Potter life has been very weird for him I mean he did just see Mr. Weasley get attacked it's a
0: very weird segue
1: I know but it's a segue nonetheless okay Um, and when did he see this happen he saw it happen in Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix in the last chapter that we just read so we're going to go back to to our stuff But before we do that, like, follow, subscribe. We're everywhere. Thanks. Ooh,
0: concise.
1: (laughs) I just, I I was over the having to do the whole thing.
0: I understand. Yeah. So recap. Uh, Harry saw Mr. Weasley attacked by a snake, which also happened to be Harry, but not Harry. But But Harry. But it wasn't (laughs) Harry.
1: Exactly. Uh, Told Dumbledore, Dumbledore got them... To 12 Grimold Place via Porky.
0: Mr. Weasley will not die.
1: But he can't leave because if they take off the bandages, he bleeds out.
0: He turns into vampire wedding decoration.
1: He turns. No, no. It's a chocolate tongue. <laughs> Stop. No, no. He. T- um, yes, but blood.
0: He goes, that's my blood.
1: <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. I was if drinking you like, water. You can't do that. If
0: you like stupid humor like that, by the way, please watch what we do in this show. I've
1: already watched like six episodes.
0: And you love it.
1: I love that the cursed hat is just... <laughs> I love the cursed hat. Why are we stuck in,
0: track, in traffic? Cursed hat. <laughs> Look at that hobo. He looks sick. Cursed hat. <laughs> <laughs> What's that sucking on the back of my head? Cursed hat. <laughs> no, it's so good. Did you, did you go with the owl, to the owl? Mm-hmm. Yes. One day, we were on the I was on the moors with Laszlo, and the owl scratched my head, and I said, Laszlo, can you let me right now? Yes. No, dude, Natasha is the best. I you love look, her. You look like beautiful wallpaper. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's... It's a... Yes, Jesk. Oh, my gosh. It's so good. I love it. Okay, so... Please watch it, by the way, I beg. It's so good. Moving on. Yes.
1: So... Yeah, everything's fine, and they're going to spend Christmas there.
0: No, possessing.
1: no, no, we didn't even talk
0: Lurries about the- it. Stop. Voldemort- Stop.
1: You're... I'm out here Let's right bring now. it back. Let's bring it back I in. I was too excited. So that was the recap. Now we are going to continue Season 5, Episode 24 of Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix. This is Chapter
0: 23. Chapter 23.
1: Christmas on the Closed Ward. Now go
0: ahead. This chapter makes me cry. I raised my hand to make you that aware to the universe.
1: Um, I already knew that. So, universe, he's informed you.
0: Yes. Harry, consumed with fear that Voldemort is possessing him, worries he will attack Order of the Phoenix members, and thinks Voldemort may be able to see into the order headquarters through him.
1: So this is what happens. He and he says it says that he feels dirty. Yes. Contaminated. Like he's somehow carrying some deadly germ. Um, and this is how he feels coming back on the underground from the hospital. Mm-hmm. And then he remembers what they talked about in during the summer. What's he, after? What's he after apart from followers? Stuff he, can't, he can only get by stealth. Like a weapon. Something he didn't have last time. And this is how Harry's thoughts go. I'm the weapon. I'm the one Voldemort's trying to use. That he didn't have last time. That's why they've got guards around me everywhere I go. It's not for my protection. It's for other people's. Only it's not working. They can't have someone on me at all times at Hogwarts. I did attack Mr. Weasley last night. It was me. Voldemort made me do it, and he could be inside me, listening to my thoughts right now. To which Mrs. Weasley is like, are you all right, Harry, dear? Again,
0: all internal monologue.
1: Yes. You don't look very well. Are you feeling sick? And he shook his head violently, he stared up at an advertisement for home insurance. Harry, dear, are you sure you're all right? And she says it super worried. Um, you look ever so pale. Are you sure you slept this morning? You go upstairs to bed right now and you can have a couple of hours sleep before dinner. All right. Yes. And then it goes further. And Harry, again, is still thinking... Perhaps Voldemort was an animagus, animagus, however you say it. Yes, thought Harry, that would fit. He would turn into a snake, of course. And when he's possessing me, then we both transform. That still doesn't explain how come I got to London and back to my bed in the space of about five minutes, though. But then Voldemort's about the most powerful wizard in the world, apart from Dumbledore. It's probably no problem at all to him to transport people like that. And then he says, if Voldemort's possessing me, I'm giving him a clear view into the headquarters of the Order of the Phoenix right now. He'll know who's in the order and where Sirius is and I've heard loads of stuff I shouldn't have. Everything Sirius told me the first night I was here and that's when he decides he's got to leave mm-hmm. Grimmauld Place.
0: Yep. Yeah. To protect everyone, Harry decides to leave Grimmauld Place mm-hmm. and Hogwarts and return to the Dursleys. Oh no. As he drags out his trunk, Phineas Nigelus's portrait delivers Dumbledore's message. Stay where you are.
1: Yeah, he hears the voice that says, Running away, are we? Uh, and Harry says, Not running away, no. Seriously lying. And Phineas Nigellus says, I thought that to belong in Gryffindor House, you were supposed to be brave. It looks to me as though you would have been better off in my own house. We Slytherins are brave. Yes, but not stupid. Mm-hmm. For instance, given the choice, we will always choose to save our own necks. To which Harry says, I'm, it's not my own neck I'm saving. Mm-hmm. Oh, I see. There's no cowardly flight. You are being noble, the thing is is that he's right yeah
0: he's just such a
1: a jerk yes yes and harry ignores him and then phineas as harry has his hand on the doorknob phineas says lazily i have a message for you from albus dumbledore harry spins around what is it stay where you are okay tell me the message I haven't moved so what's the message I've just given it to you dolt Dumbledore says stay where you are why why does he want me to stay what else did he say nothing whatsoever (laughs) and Harry's just angry at this point like just stay where you are why no explanation just stay So that's it. Stay there. That's all anyone could tell me after I got attacked by those dementors too. Just stay put while the grown-ups sort it out, Harry. We won't bother telling you anything though because your tiny little brain might not be able to cope with it. You know, said Phineas, this is precisely why I loathed being a teacher young people are so infernally convinced that they're absolutely right about everything. Has it not occurred to you, my poor puffed up popinjay, that there might be an excellent reason why the headmaster of Hogwarts is not confiding every tiny detail of his plans to you? Have you never paused while feeling hard done by? To note, That following Dumbledore's orders has never led you you into harm? No. No. Like all young people, you are quite sure that you alone feel and think. You alone recognize danger. You alone are the only one clever enough to realize what the Dark Lord may be planning. He is planning something to do with me then. (laughs) Did I say that? Now, if you will excuse me, I have better things to do than to listen to Adolescent Agonizing. Good day to you.
0: The thing is, is that he's not wrong in any of it. No. He's just really not nice about it.
1: <laughs> no. Which is why I had to read it the way I read it. Yes. Because I absolutely detest the way he said it, but he's not wrong. hmm Like... Thinking back to when I was a teenager, I thought I knew it all. I thought that nobody else understood me. I thought that what was me, um, my life is so hard. I don't understand. I can't wait to be an adult. If I could say something to 16-year-old me, I would tell her to calm the hell down. True. It's it's not that serious. relax and enjoy this time everybody feels like they're misunderstood at 16 years old and it it would be such a comforting idea to know that I'm not the only person going through that and I think that if Harry would open up to his friends a little bit more right now he would feel that too Because my best friends, when I was 16 years old, my three best friends, four best friends, three best friends, were the only reason, four best friends, were the only reason I felt like I wasn't alone. Mm -hmm. And I was being, I know that that was super dramatic. But when you're that age, everything is dramatic.
0: True. Every setback is the end of the world. Every success makes you the greatest.
1: Every sl- every personal slight is just a dagger to your heart.
0: Yeah, or in the back.
1: Or in the back. <clears throat> the good the fr- friends stab you in the back. Good friends stab you in the front. I'm just saying. <laughs>
0: anyway,
1: when okay. you're a teenager, when you're a teenager, when you're an adult and you realize that all of that was a bunch of malarkey, but you're like, oh, friends are actually pretty cool and awesome, and. Hopefully life isn't so hard.
0: True. Upset by the message's brevity and exhausted, Harry falls asleep and again dreams about the black door, yearning to open it. Ron's voice announcing dinner awakens him. Depressed, confused, and convinced everyone is avoiding him, Harry isolates himself. And this is over the course of a couple of days, no? Mm
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So with Ron, it's like he thinks to himself, he doesn't want to be on his own with me not after what he heard Moody say so that like he hears Ron say mom's made dinner come on let's go and Ron leaves and that's the thought he not has after forward. Ron leaves and it's like no dinner's ready come on down kind of thing it's not a, I don't want to be with you but Harry can't see that um he doesn't go down to, to dinner and like you said it, it it's it's something that happens over a few hours it's the same thing or and a few days it's the same thing early in the morning the next morning even though he's super hungry and Ron is snoring in the bed next to him he's like nope I'm not gonna do anything he still felt unclean and the next day is Christmas well not the next day Sorry, the next day is when they put up Christmas decorations. Um, And Sirius is in a really good mood, singing carols. um, And he could hear it (coughs) echoing through the place. And again, he's not doing anything.
0: Yes. Um, But that's like Sirius's joy that everyone is staying for the holiday, for the Christmas holiday was infectious. Everyone helps decorate the house. Um, this seems in an odd order, so I'm going to...
1: So, them. around 6 o'clock in the evening, the doorbell rings. Mrs. Black, her portrait starts screaming. And guess who it is? Hermione. Yeah! Hermione goes in and she's like, I know you're here. Um. And he, um. Harry is actually settled into the room that Buckbeak, a.k.a. Witherwing. Witherwings is in and he's feeding buckbeak dead rats. And Hermione's like, I know you're in there. Will you please come out? I want to talk to you. And he opens the door and he's like, What are you doing here? I thought you were skiing with your mom and dad. And Hermione's like, uh, skiing is not really my thing. So I'm here for Christmas. And, Fair yeah. But don't tell Ron that. I told him it's really good because he kept laughing so much. Yeah. Um, and she's like come on let's go to your bedroom Ron's mom lit a fire in there and she sent up sandwiches so they go back and she's like I came on the night bus and how are you feeling and Harry says fine very stiffly and she's like don't lie to me sorry I was drinking water and she says that ron and jenny say that you've been hiding from everyone since you got back from saint mungo's they do do they and he's glaring at ron and jenny who are also in the room and jenny seems quite unabashed and says well you have and you won't look at any of us
0: if you look it will look at me
1: that's what he says angrily And maybe you're taking it in turns to look and keep missing each other. Suggests, Hermione. (laughs) She's our little peacemaker. She wants to try to smooth this over.
0: Well, she's trying to be funny, too. Yeah.
1: And Harry snaps, very funny.
0: I laughed. It was funny, Harry. I
1: laughed. Yes. And Hermione sharply says, oh, stop feeling all misunderstood. Look, the others have told me what you overheard last night on the... Oh, it is last night on the extendable ears yeah he growls all been talking about me have you well I'm getting used to it we wanted to talk to you Harry said Jenny but as you've been hiding ever since we got back
0: I've not been hiding
1: no well he says I didn't want anyone to talk to me yeah. it's like wait a second how are you supposed to talk to each other if you're hiding and don't want to talk? Literally. Yeah. And Ginny, I love her, says, well, that was a bit stupid of you, seeing as you don't know anyone but me who's been possessed by you know who. And I can tell you how it feels.
0: Oh, yeah. I forgot.
1: Pretty much. <laughs> and she says to him, lucky you. Because mm-hmm. Ginny can't forget that was horrible she almost died True. I'm sorry Harry said and he meant it so so do you think I'm being possessed then and she says well can you remember everything you've been doing are there any big blank periods where you don't know what you've been up to and he racks his brain and says no and she says then you're not possessed when he did it to me I couldn't remember what I'd been doing for hours at a time I'd find myself somewhere and not know how I got there. And, you know, he's like, he still needs convincing. So he talks about the dream. And Hermione's like, you've had dreams like that before. You had flashes of what Voldemort was up to last year. And he's like, this was different. I was inside the snake. It was like I was the snake. What if Voldemort somehow transported me to London?
0: Well, if you would just listen to me, you would know that operating in and out of Hogwarts is impossible.
1: hmm Even Voldemort
0: couldn't do it. True. Um, or else he would just operate in the Gryffindor dormitory and kill and Harry. Kali- and then just separate out.
1: End of, end of series.
0: Literally. It would literally be... <laughs> book five would be one chapter.
1: Yes. Um, and Ron is like, <laughs> you didn't leave your bed. I saw you thrashing around in your sleep about a minute before we could wake you up. And then Harry calms down. He's like, I'm not the weapon after all.
0: Yeah, so to cut this short, basically, yeah. is Harry does not have all the information and just made assumptions this entire time, and he is incorrect. Well, You and- cannot apparate or disapparate out of Hogwarts, so he couldn't have been moved by Voldemort. He, you can't randomly become an animagus. It
1: doesn't work that way. Not without doing all of the steps. It's Years. a It's a process. And, like, you have to hold the leaf under your tongue for a month. And if you don't do it for an entire month, then you have to start over again. Like, it takes forever.
0: Yes. It's just just not a thing. Mm -hmm. And also, Ginny, who's been possessed, is like, your experience is nothing like mine, so you're not being possessed. So, again, everything Harry thought, incorrecto.
1: And then he feels like joining in with Sirius singing... God rest ye merry hippogriffs. Yes. So Sirius'
0: joy that everyone is staying for the Christmas holidays, like I said, seems infectious as everyone helps decorate the house. Sirius and Lupin give Harry books on jinxes and counter-jinxes that will be useful for teaching Dumbledore's army. Fred and George tell Ron and Harry to wait a while before going downstairs. Mrs. Weasley is in tears because Percy returned his Christmas gift unopened and without a note. Hermione has a quilt for Creature's Christmas present, saying it should brighten up his sleeping space in the kitchen. Under an old fashioned boiler uh, oh, there's a period. Under an old fashioned boiler, Harry sees what looks like a nest. Scattered in the corners are discarded black family items, including a portrait of Bellatrix Lestrange. No one has seen Creature since Harry and the others arrived. A house elf is forbidden to leave without permission, though Harry points out that Dobby did that three years before. Sirius is uh, briefly disconcerted by this, but brushes it off. After lunch, the family, plus Mad-Eye Moody and Lupin, go to visit Mr. Weasley at St. Mungo's. When Harry, Ron, Hermione, and Ginny head to the cafeteria, they run into Gilderoy Lockhart, who still suffers severe memory loss. The healer assumes they are there to see Gilderoy. While in his ward, they notice another patient, Broderick Bode, who received a potted plant as a Christmas gift. They also run into Neville and his grandmother, who are visiting Neville's parents, Frank and Alice, who, Harry knows, were once Aurors and former Order of the Phoenix members. Both were tortured into insanity with the Cruciatus Curse by Death Eater...
1: Hold on a second. Yes. Before we get there. Yes. When they go to see Mr. Weasley...
0: Yes. Well, there's so much detail. There's so much detail.
1: So, she's like, um... He's like oh i'm I'm fine what you haven't seen healer um Smithwick have you no why super suspicious oh nothing, nothing ha- Merry Christmas, everyone. This is absolutely wonderful, and Mrs. Weeze is like, Arthur, you've had your bandages changed. Why have you had your bandages bandages changed a day early, Arthur mm-hmm. They told me they wouldn't need doing until tomorrow. And he's like, what? No, no, no. It's it's nothing. It's, um... Well, now don't get upset, Molly. But Augustus Pye had an idea. He's the trainee healer, you know. Lovely young chap. And very interested in um contemporary... Or complementary, sorry, medicine. I mean, some of these old muggle remedies. Well, they're called stitches, Molly. And they work very well on... On muggle wounds, And she says, with her voice growing louder and louder with every word, "Do you mean to tell me that you have been messing about with muggle remedies?"
0: Not messing about Molly, dear. It was just just something Pi and I thought, uh, and I thought we'd try. Only most unfortunately, well, these particular kinds of wounds doesn't seem to work as well as we'd hoped meaning well well i don't know whether you know what what stitches are
1: it sounds as though you've been trying to sew your skin back together but even you arthur wouldn't be that stupid i fancy a cup of tea too
0: (laughs) harry jumping to his feet
1: (laughs) so (laughs) hermione ron and jenny almost sprinted to the door with him as it swung closed behind them they heard mrs weasley shriek what do you mean? That's the general idea. <laughs> <Okay. gasps> and and Jenny's like, typical dad. Stitches, I ask you. And Hermione's like, well, you know, they do well on non-magical wounds. I suppose something in the snake's venom dissolves them or something. I wonder where the tea room is. Fifth floor, said Harry, remembering the sign over the welcome witch's desk. And, then a and portrait, that is... And
0: then a portrait claims that Ron has spattered, right? Yes. Um, fifth floor, no it's a fourth, one more, spell damage. Blimey, said Ron, also staring at the man. Oh my goodness, said Hermione, suddenly sounding breathless. Professor <laughs> well, because... Lockhart. Yes. Well, hello there. I expect you'd like my autograph, would you? Hasn't changed much, has he? Harry muttered to Ginny, who grinned. Er, how are you, Professor? I'm very well indeed, thank you. Now, how many autographs would you like? I can do joined up writing now, you know?
1: Sure. So, what, he can actually write a full thing? That's not funny, it's sad. I'm laughing because it's Lockhart.
0: Listen, he was a very bad person. Yes. But does not mean that, like, your humanity goes away just because they're a bad person? Like, he wasn't a murderer. He stole credit for things. Yeah
1: he was an attempted murderer or do or do you forget that he wanted to obliviate their memories and leave them down in the chamber of secrets to die
0: true but now he can't repent or he can't pay for his crime
1: right so he's learning all those things over again which i think are commendable but i think that this is what happens when you try to kill people in a magical world sometimes your spells backfire
0: i guess it just, it, it, I'm
1: not. I'm not laughing particularly at his pain because I think that that is terrible. Uh, in this situation, I think it's funny that this is where he's at now after having attempted to do all these things.
0: Yeah, I mean he's as a poo. He's
1: cuckoo poo as a person, but as this new person who doesn't remember all of that, mm-hmm. I think it's great that he's gotten to where he's at.
0: The, the thing that it's just, like, living a life that's not even worth living, really. he the, He's lost who he is completely. And I mean, there's always potential for progress as long as you're alive. The only thing that stops potential is death, really. But it's just, it, it, it makes, like, the pity in me is amplified a thousandfold. You know what I mean? Yeah. He wasn't inherently a bad person. He's
1: just a coward.
0: As he started off as a student, he's a Ravenclaw. He was a bright, young person. It's just, he wanted fame. He wanted fame to the point that he would stop at nothing to get it. And it twisted who he is. But at his core, he wasn't a bad person. He turned into a bad person. Yes. And so to have that, to not be able to... Sort of have the chance to atone for his mistakes. He was just damaged in like a very like almost irreparable way, and it's sad. It's not a setup was about to happen about what we're going to come across after this, but still a little sad. That's all. Mm -hmm. I feel much pity.
1: So he offers to give them tons of autographs.
0: Yes. Um, er yeah, uh, haven't we met? Or, yeah, well, we have. You used to teach us at Hogwarts, remember? Teach? Me? Did I? Taught you everything I know I expect, did I? Well, how about those autographs, then? Shall we say a round dozen? You can give them to all your little friends, then, and nobody will be left
1: out. And that's when a healer comes back and is like, Gilderoy, you naughty boy. Where have you wandered off to? And this is when we find out he's in a locked ward... Not because he's dangerous to anyone else, but because he's kind of dangerous to himself. Because he doesn't remember anything.
0: Well, this is what it was. It's Yeah. He was rather well known a few years ago. We very much hope that, that this liking for giving autographs is a sign that his memory might be coming back a little bit. Will you step this way? He's in a closed ward, you know. He must have slipped out while I was bringing in the Christmas presents. The door is usually kept locked. Not that he's dangerous, but a bit of a danger to himself, bless him. Doesn't know who he is, you see. Wanders off and can't remember how to get back. It is nice uh, of you to have come to see him.
1: And Ron is like, we were actually going to get some tea. But he doesn't finish the get some tea. Because mm-hmm. she, the healer looks so excited. She's like, let's not stay long. And then they leave.
0: Yes. This is our long-term resident ward. She informed Harry, Ron, Hermione, and Ginny in a low voice. For permanent spell damage, you know. Of course, with intensive um, remedial potions and yeah. charms and a bit of luck, we can produce some improvement. Gildroy does seem to be getting back some sense of himself, and we've seen a real improvement in Mr. Bow. He seems to be regaining the power of speech very well, though he isn't speaking any language we recognize yet. Well, I must finish giving out the Christmas presents. I'll leave you all to chat. Um... And yeah, they noticed the envelope. People haven't forgotten him. Gladys Gudgeon, blah, blah, blah. Um, uh, Agnes, who is a woman who can only bark, apparently. Okay. Yes. Roderick. Oh, here we go. Um. Oh. Uh, and, oh, Mrs. Longbottom, are you leaving already? Harry's head spun around. The curtains had been drawn back from the two beds at the end of the ward, and two visitors were walking back down the aisle between the beds. A formidable-looking old witch wearing a long green dress, a moth-eaten fox fur, and a pointed hat decorated with what was unmistakably a stuffed vulture, and, trailing behind her looking thoroughly depressed, Neville. With a sudden rush of understanding, Harry realized who the people in the end beds must be. He cast around wildly for some means of distracting the others so that Neville could leave the ward unnoticed and unquestioned. But Ron had looked up at the sound of the name Longbottom, too, and before Harry could stop him, had called, Neville! Neville jumped and cowered, as though a bullet had narrowly missed him. It's us, Neville, said Ron brightly, getting to his feet. Have you seen? Lockhart's here. Who have you been visiting?
1: So that's when Neville's grandma um, is, like, friends of yours, Neville. And Neville still hasn't really said much and at this point he's like ah yes and she's like yes yes i know who you are of course neville speaks most highly of you to harry Harry. yeah and then he says thanks and she looks at ron and and she's like and you two are clearly weasleys your parents are great people i don't know them very well but they're fine people
0: and you must be hermione granger
1: neville talks about them (laughs) to his grandma I love this.
0: The thing that's kind of interesting is she recognizes the Weasleys. Mm -hmm. But she knows Hermione by her full name.
1: Yes. Hmm. Maybe he has a little crush. I think
0: he does. I think he definitely...
1: Well, she's so smart and she's, you know... She's sweet to everyone. Yes.
0: If not sweet, she's nice to everyone. She is helpful to people who need it.
1: And she's been helpful, helpful to him a few times, especially in potions, to help him, you know, not get an F or a, or a T for t- troll. Right? Yes. Okay. So, yes, Neville's told me all about you, helped him out of a few sick, sticky spots, haven't you? Yep. See, told you.
0: Yep.
1: He's a good boy, but he hasn't got his father's talent, I'm afraid to say, Why would you say that?
0: And she jerked her head in the direction of the two beds at the end of the ward, so the stuffed vulture on her head trembled alarmingly. What said Ron, looking amazed? Harry wanted to stamp on Ron's foot, but that sort of thing was much harder to bring off unnoticed when you were wearing jeans rather than robes.
1: Yeah, and that's Mrs. Longbottom down there, Neville. Yeah, and Mrs. Longbottom is like, "What's this? Haven't you told your friends about your parents, Neville?" "'Well, it's nothing to be ashamed of. You should be proud, Neville. Proud. They didn't give their health and their sanity, so their only son would be ashamed of them, you know?'
0: "'I'm not ashamed.'
1: "'Well, you've got a funny way of showing it. My son and his wife,'
0: she said, turning haughtily to Harry, Ron, Hermione, and Ginny,
1: "'were tortured into insanity by you know whose followers.'
0: Hermione and Ginny both clapped their hands over their mouths ron stopped craning his neck to catch a glimpse of neville's parents and looked mortified
1: they were ours you know and very well respected within the wizarding community community highly gifted the pair of them i yes alice dear what is it
0: neville's mother had come edging down the ward in her nightdress she no longer had the plump happy looking face harry had seen in moody's old photograph of the original order of the phoenix her face was thin and worn now. Her eyes seemed over-large, and her hair, which had turned white, was wispy and dead-looking. She did not seem to want to speak, or perhaps she was not able to, but she made timid motions toward Neville, holding something in her outstretched hand.
1: Okay, so do you know what it is? I just want to get over this part because it makes me feel so terrible. It's an empty, dribbles-blowing I gum wrapper. We have, to,
0: we, ha- we have to do it.
1: And she says, very nice, dear. Um thanks and neville says thanks mom and neville put the wrapper hold on i want to read it i can't
0: i'm okay. gonna i'm gonna cry okay. <laughs> so we're both gonna cry okay his mother tottered away back up the ward humming to herself neville looked around at the others his expression defiant as though daring them to laugh but harry did not think he'd found anything less funny in his life well we better get back very nice to meet you all neville put that wrapper in the bin she must have given you enough to uh, of them to paper your bedroom by now. I'm thinking wallpaper. Yeah, yeah. But as they left, Harry was sure he saw Neville slip the wrapper into his pocket.
1: And then oh Hermione, God. who looks tearful, says, "I never knew." Ron says hoarsely, "Nor did I." And Ginny whispers, um, nor me. "Nor me." And they look at Harry and he says, "I did." Dumbledore told me, but I promised I wouldn't mention it. That's what Bellatrix Lestrange got sent to Azkaban for, using the Cruciatus Curse on Neville's parents until they lost their minds. Bellatrix Lestrange did that," whispered Hermione, horrified. "That woman creature's got a photo of in his den."
0: There was a long silence, broken by Lockhart's angry voice. "Look, I didn't learn. I didn't learn joined up writing for nothing, you know." Well, I'm gonna f- I'm gonna go cry.
1: We're we're almost done. That I was the last little bit of the chapter, so we're gonna just talk about it for a minute because it's a it's a yeah. Dumbledore told him last year that it wasn't Harry or anybody else's story to tell that Neville had to tell it. Um, they were tortured into insanity, and that they're in their fifth year. So they're 16 years old. 15 and 16 at this point. Depending on... Well, and Jenny's a year younger. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: So they've been in St. Mungo's for all this time. And they're not better. No. They're not better. And this is the, the life the that irrever- they live.
0: It's the irreversible cell damage.
1: Yeah. Sometimes... And if you think about it, it makes sense in, in the muggle world, too. Sometimes you can get hurt so badly that your mind fractures.
0: Yep. And it's a way to protect yourself. Mm-hmm. And sometimes there's just no way to bring it back together.
1: Well, that's what happens with dissociative identity disorder. Or how people think of it of multiple personality disorder. You're... you're One of your personalities is there built by trauma to help you do things that are hard or go through things that are unimaginable because they are stronger than you and they can do it. Um, There are some people, there are very few cases of true dissociative identity disorder, but there have been, you know, cases of people with 20 some odd personalities that are all created in moments of extreme stress and trauma that handle different areas and it's crazy to think that crazy was not the appropriate word it is wild. wild to think that alice and frank longbottom retreated so far into themselves that no wizard in 15 16 years well at the 14 or 15 years have been able to pull them out of it
0: well it's the it's the fact that so you have to you have to see it both logically and almost like irrationally at the same time the irrational part is this pain that is all consuming is never going to go away that's what you feel in the moment most likely right yeah. And the reality of the situation melds with that because who knows where they are. Yeah. They were literally just kidnapped by Bellatrix and tortured. So they don't have anyone who's going to come save... There's no reason to hold out. Yeah. No one is going to come save them.
1: Yeah. And, I mean, they didn't know that Bellatrix wasn't going to just murder them. You know, I mean, what if she got th- tired and, and was like, okay, done.
0: Well, at some point, some people, there's there's like a pain threshold once you reach it like death a lack of feeling is better than feeling like that yeah and so i think that's what would happen to like a sane person and you and i have had for death is more than the want for life yeah and that's when the mind goes
1: and you and i have had this conversation before where we said where we couldn't come to a consensus as to which one was worse Harry who lost his parents and never got to really know them and the only vague memories he has are of them dying. Or Neville who gets to see his parents whenever he wants to but they don't recognize him because they're not there anymore. So he gets to see his parents they're still alive, but they're not really there.
0: So the thing is, you also have to take other things into account. Yes, yes, I don't have to get closer. Stupid, like, Mac thing. And then the dog One upstairs.
1: He got, he walked away to go get the, do- the dog. Yes. So,
0: you have to add factors into it. So, Harry has the Dursleys, who are abusive, both physically, emotionally, um, but he comes out on the other side a better person, mm-hmm. even though he has all that behind him. It sucks. But he goes to a world that sort of loves him, almost. They cherish him. Well, until now. Yeah, but I'm saying in the beginning. He's the boy who lived. He's the one who is so famous and amazing and everyone's happy, like like what happened in um, The Leaky Cauldron. Yeah. Um, oh my god, I can't believe it's Harry Potter. Oh my god, shaking hands and people patting him on the back and stuff. Like, he is appreciated for being who he is. But Neville grows up without his parents, even though he can go see them. They're not really his parents. Like They, they gave... They are 50% of who he is, 50% of who he is, both parents together, right? hmm But he can never get that parental love. Like, let's say he's the top of his class, which hasn't happened because whatever, whatever reason, right? If he were to get that, his parents would be so proud. He'd get letters at school, you know, through the Owl Post. He has never gotten that and will never get that. And his grandma's, like, tough love is that you're not as good as your dad. It's to the point that none of his family thought that he was magical enough to even go to Hogwarts. Yeah. So he lives with that always. And Harry always lives without his family, without his parents. But he has the Weasleys. He has Hagrid. He has Dumbledore.
1: Not right now.
0: No, but he has Sirius. Even McGonagall acts like sort of a parental figure at school for him. Sort of keeping him in check at some times when she can. But Neville is shunned by everyone. He goes to school and Snape bullies him. To the point that he is Neville's greatest fear. Is Snape. Yes, is Snape. So I think that Neville has it worse than Harry. Yes, Harry has experienced the true loss... But Neville is one step away from the true loss. He can never have a relationship with his parents that a normal person would want.
1: Well, and at this point in the story, I think we're getting to where they're kind of on equal footing. Because Harry had to watch Cedric die. Harry had to watch Voldemort come back. He told everyone, and now all the people who idolized him... In the, in the wizarding community, they all think he's nutters. They all think he's ridiculous and, you know, his scar hurts. So he must be crazy and he has visions and this. So all that support he used to have has disappeared. And now, right up until he had the conversation with Ginny and, and Ron and Hermione.
0: He also thought his friends were... I didn't
1: want to be anywhere near him so he felt so alone and people still don't believe him the people closest to him yes so that helps but like he actively has a teacher who who he has a teacher who's actively trying to hurt him who has
0: has succeeded at actually
1: hurting him well i was gonna get there who has taken away the one thing at school that he really loves Quidditch Quidditch. and locked up his broom Mm. and who has physically harmed him by making him use a quill that uses his own blood as ink
0: that forces him to self mutilate,
1: that forces him to self mutilate, has actively is actively monitoring his messages in and out of Hogwarts to the point of possibly injuring like he she could have injured hedwig to the point of of beyond repair luckily grubbly plank was there and said that she could mend the wing and, and everything would be fine.
0: in the castle monitoring him like filch and stuff. like filch yeah it, it, right now harry is probably probably has it worse than neville because yes. he feels like the world is against him
1: yes but and kind think... of the wizarding world is a little against him
0: true but i think at a base if we go from book one two three four like neville has it way worse in my in my opinion i could be wrong if you disagree like please say so hit me up with a message or post something in the group or on the page or something oh you're wrong yeah let me know why i'm uh, i would love to be proven incorrect but i think that loss is something that you can manage with time and, like, certain coping mechanisms. But what Neville has is, like, beyond that, because the potential is, like, is there but not there, you know what I mean? His parents are alive, but he'll never have a parental relationship with them. Like, he'll never be a child for them. When Christmas comes around, it's not them waking him up to give him presents. It's him visiting them in the hospital ward. And his mom giving him that gum wrapper because she doesn't know better. She can't give him a present. She can't give him the love that he needs and that he deserves for being her child.
1: Okay. I can't have this conversation.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Let's let's end because I'm getting there as well.
1: Okay. So that was the end of this very heart wrenching chapter. We love you. Bye. 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 I see it.
0: I cry.